Welcome to the BCS Podcast, where we explore the basics of computer science concepts. I'm your host, Saran, founder of Code Newbie. And I'm Vaidehi Joshi, author and developer. And she is the brilliant mind behind the BCS blog series. Today we're talking about Counting Sword. This season of BCS is brought to you by Dev Discuss. Dev Discuss is a show I work on with the team at Dev, an international supportive community for developers. The show addresses the many burning topics that pop up on Dev every day and is hosted by Jess Lee and Ben Halper, two of Dev's co-founders. Past episodes have included unpopular opinions with Kelsey Hightower, staff developer advocate at Google Cloud and a legendary voice in tech. So an unpopular opinion should be like, computers were a mistake. Was, <laughs> was this all worth it? And how changing your name is a difficult, unsolved, and sometimes personally devastating problem in tech. I basically walk through this world through this minefield of not knowing when I'm going to have this like sort of deep emotional wound reopened. As well as how little known tools can have big productivity gains. And I think it gives me the sense of structure, which I really enjoy. And also you can color code different things. Each episode features interesting guests from diverse backgrounds who are active in the software space. This podcast is your place for burning tech questions, answers, and genuine conversations. And we also end each episode with commentary from the everyday developers who call Dev home. You'd be surprised how many things making music and coding have in common. True to the Dev community, Dev Discuss wouldn't be possible without the input from all of you. So listen, rate, and subscribe to Dev Discuss wherever you get your podcasts. So we are back talking about swords. I'm super excited. We talked about a bunch of swords in the past. This one is called Counting Sword. What is this one all about? It's a sorting algorithm, as you might be able to guess, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like a special one mm-hmm. in that you can't use it on everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's it's a, Never mind. it's a little bit limited in what it can do, but it okay. does do one thing very, very, very well and is super efficient and fast. And it's great when you can use it in a certain scenario, but a Mm -hmm. lot of the times you can't use it um, and many situations prevent us from using it, which is why you may have never heard of it. But I guess I should tell you what it is. Okay. (laughs) I'm just talking about it in the abstract. Like it's, you know, this guy at the party who's not there, but I guess I should invite him in. (laughs) So my Friday nights. (laughs) So counting sort is an algorithm that basically has a couple rules that it has to follow in order for it to be implemented. So it's like a very situational algorithm. Very moody, very particular. Mm -hmm. So if it is so moody, what is a situation when it's in a good mood and will actually Mm -hmm. work for you? Well, you can use counting sort on a set of numbers, set of integers specifically, that need to be sorted. So if you have a set of unsorted integers, you can use counting sort, but only if you know the range of those integers, which means you know what the smallest one is and you know what the largest one is. Okay. And if that range is pretty small. We don't like big ranges. No, big ranges is not great. And there are reasons for that, as we will see when we start going through how this sorting algorithm works. But those are three limitations, right? You can only sort integers. So first of yeah. all, that's like, all right, well, there's a that's lot a of pretty things big limitation. out the window. But like, all right, fine. You want to sort numbers, fine. Say you do want to sort numbers. How often is it that you actually know what the largest and smallest value of those numbers is going to be? 
That's true. Yeah. Sometimes it's fine. Like what if you're like, okay, I have, you know, some items I want to sort on a page and Mm -hmm. I know it's always Mm going to be like zero through a hundred. Great. Now you know the range. But like what if you have zero through a hundred thousand? Like, yeah, I know the range, but that range is not small. You need it to be yeah. pretty small. Yeah. So now I've narrowed it down. This is a very down. finicky little thing. Yes. It's very, very particular. Very sassy. And yeah, it's very, it's very demanding. This is called a high yeah. maintenance algorithm. It's a high. Oh, if that is not a technical category of algorithms, <laughs> it should be. The high maintenance category of algorithms. Yes. Okay. So how does this sorting algorithm actually work? Where do we start? Because this is counting sort, we are going to do some counting, (laughs) as the Mm -hmm. name would suggest. So there are a couple of steps to running a counting sort algorithm. I will tell you what they are. And if they sound maybe a little bit strange, don't worry, because we'll go through them. Mm -hmm. For a high-level perspective on how counting sort works, if you have an unsorted set of integers, and you know the smallest number and the largest number, you know the range of these, you can run counting sort by doing the following things you will create a new array, which is going to be a count array. And you're going to populate it with the number of times a certain number appears in the unsorted data set. So basically what I mean by that is you're going to tally up the number of times you see every number. I could do that. Then we're going to cumulatively add up the values in our count array. Uh Uh-oh, what's that about? Well, if we're going to go and tally the number of times that we see different values, we're Uh going to iterate through the count array and we're going to say, okay, I'm going to just add up each value, each number of times with the previous neighboring element. I know it sounds strange. Yeah, I'm going to need an example on that one for sure. There are reasons. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The reasons are math, actually. That's the reason. The reasons are math. Okay. Good good reason. Good reason. Because Uh math. (laughs) As you may have heard, math. (laughs) (laughs) So once you cumulatively add up all the values in the count array, once you've populated it, you're going to shift all the elements, as Beyonce did not say, to the right, to the right. You're going to ship them over. <laughs> that was a good one. Good job, IP. Very impressive. Thank you. You're just on it today. Ooh. Okay. So we're going to shift all the elements in our count array by basically incrementing the index by one. And then we're going to create a new array, which is not going to be a count array. It's just going to be a new array that's going to be the end result. It's going to be the sorted elements. Okay. The interesting thing about this is We have two arrays and a third empty array. We're going to do an interesting little matching game, basically, where we're going to take the indexes, different elements, and map them into their correct place in the new sorted array. So eventually, what we're going to have is we're going to start off with this unsorted array. We're going to use the count array to help us figure out how to sort. And then Mm -hmm. we're going to use those two arrays to populate a final third sorted array, which is going to be our sorted set of integers. Okay, so there's like a lot of stuff going on, Mm -hmm. right? There's two arrays, there's like a third array, there's shifting, there's accumulating, there's a matching game apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm very excited to get to this example because that was a lot of information. And now we're going to see if we can connect dots and flush things out a little bit. Sounds good. So let's start with a relatively simple array. It will have four numbers. Those numbers are three, two, one, three. Mm. Again, that's 
Is that okay? Oh, it's okay. I just wanted to say something. Oh, what did you want to say? I wanted to say, look, there's two threes. There are there duplicate are values. A, yeah. And I don't know if we've really messed with duplicates that much, right? When we do sorting rays, like we don't really, is it cool that we're introducing one here? It's totally cool, actually. And there's some interesting stuff that counting sort will do with duplicates, but I just want to point out we do have duplicates and okay, just don't forget that we have duplicates. <laughs> okay. I will not forget. Okay, so we have three, two, one, three. Again, that's three, two, one, three. And so the first thing we're going to do, you mentioned something about tallying. Mm-hmm. How does that work? How do we do that count array thing? So the first thing that we're going to do is we have our set of unsorted numbers, right? Three, two, one, three. Yeah. We're going to need a little helper array structure to help us do this counting sorting bit. So we're going to create a new count array. It's going to have space for four elements in it. So it has indexes 0, 1, 2, 3. And this okay. is going to be the place where we're going to do this tallying. Why does it have the four places? How do we get to four? Is it because there are four numbers in the array? or It's because we have our range of elements, right? Uh, Remember okay. that we yes. have to know our range of input numbers. So we start yes. with zero and we're going to go mm-hmm. up to the highest number that we have in our input. So that's three. So our numbers are one, two, three. So we know, okay, the largest number is three. The lowest possible one we have here that could happen is zero ever because remember it's integers, so we can't have negative numbers. No, I think they can, you be. can be. It can be negative numbers. You can I'm be thinking negative. of rational yeah. numbers and then you could even have no, negative numbers. But let's just say for the case of this, we're dealing with positive numbers. We're dealing with the numbers. Positivity. One through three here. We need to initialize. We need to create a new count array that's going to have four possible slots in it because we're dealing with counting the number zero, counting the number one, the number two, and the number three. Okay, cool. Because we're counting, this is where we're going to do the population, the tallying. So if we're tallying, then I assume we start at zero, and then we ask, well, how many zeros do we have? And then we have zero zeros, because we don't have any zeros at all. Mm -hmm. So then we would populate that zero index with the value zero. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it from a programmatic perspective, the way that you described it is like, how many zeros? You pass through the whole array and you're like, how many zeros? We're doing that because we're human and that's like the way mm-hmm, we think about mm-hmm. it. But if a computer was doing this, if you're, you know, writing a loop when you were doing this, you would just go from the first element and you would say, what element is this? Oh, it's a three. I'm going to mark uh, that I have a three. Okay, let's do it that way then because I want to be like a computer. Great. Me too. So, Who doesn't? Right? Who doesn't? Computers are so cool. <laughs> okay, so if we start with the first value Mm -hmm. three then i go okay how many threes do i have i have well so far i only have that one three Mm -hmm. so then i go to my three index Mm -hmm. and i tally that so i add the value one Mm -hmm. all you're doing is just incrementing you're bumping it up as soon as you see a number you're like okay let me go to the index that is the value of this number so if you see the number three you go to index three in the counter array yeah and you're like all right I saw one. I'm just going to mark that I saw one. I'm not doing Plus anything one. fancy, no sparkles, yeah. no confetti, just marking things down. Aww. Okay, okay. Nice and simple. Okay, so then we go to the next number, which is number two. Mm-hmm. We go to index two, and then we increment that by one. Mm-hmm. Then we go to our next number in our unsorted array, which is the number one. We go to index one, and we increment that value by one. Mm-hmm. Then we go to our last number, which is the number three. We go back to index three. Remember, we were there at the very beginning. And now we increment that number one to number two. Exactly. And so now what you have is you have this count array. And when you look at it, you see that it there's nothing at index zero. 
you see that yeah. at index one, there's a number one. At index yeah. two, there's the number one. And at index yep. three, there's a number two. And basically, looking at this, you kind of get a snapshot of all the numbers we're dealing with. So we can see, oh, there are no zeros, but there are two threes and there's one two. And there's also yeah, one Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because I feel like when we talk about indices and values, I feel like we spend so much time focusing on the values and that's always the star. But in this case, the indices are the stars, mm -hmm. right? Because we've taken our initial values and we've kind of matched them up. We've transformed them almost to indices. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I, you know? I said there was no sparkles or confetti, but you know what? The indices <gasps> are the confetti. Like they're, Yay! they are magical the Yay! way that it works out um, with this algorithm. Yeah. We're going to see more of that like later on when we get okay. you know, two or three steps down, but it's pretty cool. You picked up on yeah. something important, which is that the indices are the real star of the show. Okay. All right. So we have our count array, which as you said, is zero, one, one, two. Now what? What do we do next? So now we're getting to do the bit that sounded weird when I was explaining <laughs> the steps, which is the cumulatively adding up step. And all that means is we're going to go through the count array, which right now looks like 0, 1, 1, 2. And for each element in it, we're going to take that value, go to the next element, and sum them together. And that's going to become the new value. So okay. what I mean by that is we'll start at 0. I have nobody to the left of it. It's the first element, right? So there's no one to add it to, which is fine. Mm -hmm. So then we go to its neighbor, its right door neighbor, its right next door neighbor. And the next element is one. And in this case, now I have something to add zero to. So I'm going to say, oh, zero and one. I'm going to add them together. And that's going to become the new value of this element at index one. Okay. So I'm going to say, oh, what's zero plus one? It's one. That's fine. So nothing has changed so far. Correct. Nothing has changed right? so far. Because the one used to be there and now the one is still going to be there. The one is still there. And okay. then I'm going to keep doing that same step till I get to the end of the ray. So we're going to repeat that same process again with one's next door neighbor. So remember, our count array is 0, 1, 1, 2. We added 0 and 1 together. Nothing about 1 changed. Now we're going to add 1 and its neighbor together. 1 plus 1 is 2. So now the element at index 2 is not 1. We've now changed it. We've cumulatively added it, and it's now 2. And we're going to do... Can I do the last one? Yeah, yeah. So, so far, our updated count array is 0, 1, 2. So now we're going to look at 2's neighbor, which has the value 2. So we're going to add those two together. Mm -hmm. So 2 plus 2 equals 4. So my last index, which is my index number 3, the value of that index is now going to be 4. Exactly. So what used to be 0, 1, 1, 2 is now 0, 1, 2, 4. And the way we got okay. that, all we did was we iterated through the array, the count array, remember, not the unsorted one, the count array. Yes. I, I want to be specific array. because I know there's a lot of arrays happening here. <laughs> <laughs> but all we did was we iterated through the count array. And for each element that we found, we just cumulatively added its value to its next door neighbor. That wasn't as bad as I thought. I was a little, I was a little worried at the beginning, but um, yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, we just keep adding the previous value to the next, get to the end of the array, and now we've done that crazy step. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's done. That's good. Now what do we do next? Mm, now Beyonce is going to come over and she's going to be like, mm, <laughs> everything to the right. <laughs> okay. okay. And what I mean by that is... We're just going to shift over all the elements. So here's the interesting thing. <laughs> we have 
at index zero, we have zero. At index one, we have one. At index two, we have two. And index three, we have four. If we shift everything over, now four is going to have nowhere to go. So it's just going to fall off the array and leave. Oh, no. Oh. (laughs) It's exited the party. Mm -hmm. Very gracefully. I've I've had my fun. It's time for me to go home. So we've shifted over everything. So now our yeah. count array looks like, well, there's nothing at index zero because we just shifted over and there's nothing to shift over, right? But right. now at index one, we have the number zero, which used to be at index zero. And at index two, we have the number one, which used to be at index one. And at index three, we have the number two, which used to be at index two. So we have did the cumulatively adding. We have done some shifting. So now our count array reads, but what do we do with that empty space? There's like nothing there. Do we just leave it as nothing? Is that like, what do we do with it? So I said it was nothing, but actually it's going to be just the number zero because when we started, remember when we started off the count array, I said that we are going to start off with this new count array and we're going to initialize it and we'll tally up everything Mm -hmm. because we start off not knowing how many like happens to be in our unsorted collection. Everything just starts with zero. And as we go through the unsorted collection and we start tallying, we increment it, right? So it starts as zero and it maybe goes up to one, two, three, depending on how many of that number exist. So we reset the value to be zero. So in the case of shifting over everything, at index zero, we just have the number zero because we're resetting, basically. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So our count array now reads zero, zero, one, two. Mm Mm-hmm. So we've done like a bunch of stuff with that count array. We have populated it, then we cumulatively added things, then we shifted things over. We're kind of like, we're really going in on this count array. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, honestly, Vaidhi, I'm just kind of trusting that this will end up with, <laughs> with a sort array because so far, we're, I feel like we're doing a bunch of really random, disconnected, <laughs> mathy things. So I'm, I'm just trusting that eventually we will find ourselves in a place where we have a sorted array. Yes. So what do we do next? We will. Okay. So to recap, we have two arrays, right? We have our unsorted yeah. array, that the original thing we started with. Now yeah, we have like our a long little, time ago. Yeah. Who knows how long ago. And now we have this helper array, this count array that we've done yes. all these things to. And now we're going to leverage these two arrays to help us come up with our sorted array. The last step involves us creating a new array, which is where we're going to put the sorted elements. So we're going to say new array. It has four Mm -hmm. spots in it because we have four elements to sort. And we're going to look at our unsorted array and we're just going to go through it. And for each element, we're going to kind of pull that element aside and say, hey, whatever your number is, whatever you are, go find your index in the count array. And they will seat you at your proper place. And that's where you should live in the sorted array. We kind of have this count array as the intermediary step to help us figure out where each unsorted element should go to make it sorted correctly. So do you want to try going through that? Okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I'm so so excited. Okay. (laughs) So we have our number three. That's the first number in our unsorted array. So we take our number three. Then we go to our count array. Okay, so you said I'm going to take the number three. I'm going to find the three index, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to look at its value. Mm-hmm. Its value is the number two. Mm-hmm. So what I just did is I said, okay, three, go find where you're going to live. You're going to live at number two. Yeah, and the way you did that is by telling the number three, 
okay, go find the equivalent index of yourself yes. in the counter ray. Yes. Go find yourself. <laughs> or like go, go, find go stand yourself. in the line for things that look like you. The way I like to think about it is if you go to a show, like imagine you're like going to the ballet or something and you have to go pick up your tickets at Will Call. And when you get to Will Call, this is like a very elaborate ballet center mm -hmm. <laughs> theater. A ballet center theater. <laughs> the ballet center theater. Yes. It's, it's very elaborate and, you know, they have a whole system. So when you go to Will Call, you see all these little lines that you can stand in by last name. Okay. okay. So like my last name is Joshi. So I would go stand in the line for people with last names J. And when I get to that line, they give me my ticket and they say, you are sitting here. And that's how I figure out where I belong when the show starts. That's where I know I'm supposed ah, to sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like a similar thing we're doing here where we are going through each person, each number in line, right? And for example, with the number three, we said, okay, three, go stand in the line with the other three. All the other threes, yeah. And they'll figure, figure out what to do with you. Of course, we're going one by one, so there aren't any other threes right now. But we pull off three and we say, hey, three, since you are the number three, go to index three because that's, you know, it matches who you are. And they'll tell you where to go. Three goes to the index three. And at index three, the value is two. And that's where yeah. three knows to go into the sorted array. So right now, at this point, our sorted array, which is the new array we created to help us sort, is literally just zero, zero, three, zero. There's nothing mm. else in there. Because you're the first person in the theater and you just sat down. Mm, Actually, I'm I wrong. Like I don't even want to say that it's zero because zero could be a number. So it's more that it's <gasps> That's empty, true. empty, three, zero. Yes. Yes. <laughs> empty seat, empty, empty seat. Empty, empty, three, empty. Okay. So once I sit down, do I need to do anything? Am I done? Can I move on to the next number? So when three is sitting down, when three is in its spot in the array, mm -hmm. remember back at the beginning of this episode when I said that there are duplicates? Yes. If we don't do something right now, if we don't take a special step right now, we're going to have problems if there's another three down the road, which, surprise, uh -oh. there is. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist, there is. So yeah. basically, because you don't want two numbers to sit exactly, you know, one on top of the other, because you can't do that, that in would an not array. Be fun. You can't see the ballet. Yeah. yeah, no, you can't see a ballet if someone's sitting on you. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. When three says, okay, I've got my seat. Thank you. Bye. Three gets put into its correct spot. Now at the will call booth three, which is basically the counter A, at the counter A, we need to increment the value. Otherwise, the next time a number three shows up, it'll go to the spot two. We don't want to do that. So we're going to increment two to be three. So that if there is another number three down the line, which there is, then it will get a different seat. Exactly. But basically, mm. at that point, we're done with the number three. It's been sorted. Okay. Do you want to try doing the next one? Sure. I'd love to. Okay. So we have number two. Mm -hmm. So number two is going to go to Will Call. It's going to find this little section and it's going to find the value for its seat, which is number one. Yep. So now I'm going to go to my sorted array, which is basically my theater. And I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to go to seat number one. I'm going to put myself there. Mm -hmm. So at this point, our sorted array is empty, two, mm -hmm. three, and then empty. Mm -hmm. So there are two people seated in my ballet. Yes. This is a very small four-person audience ballet, yeah. but that's fine. <laughs> and it still needs will call because. <laughs> yes. Because we said so. <laughs> okay. So then let's do the other one. So let's do the next number, which is number one. Mm -hmm. So number one goes to Did the Did we increment array. the last one? 
Oh, no, we, oh my God, oh my goodness, how could I? I did not increment. Oh, we don't want people sitting on top of each other. Okay, so now that two has been seated, we're going to go back to our count array and we're going to increment the value so that instead of a one, it's now a two. Mm -hmm. So that just in case that we have another two coming along, maybe it's a it's a late arrival, it <laughs> will have its own seat and it will not sit on top of my original number two. <laughs> yep. So then we have uh, our next number, which is number one. So again, I'm going to stand in line in my count array. I'm going to get a value of zero. I'm going to now go to my sorted array. I'm going to find my index zero, which is my seat, mm -hmm. and I'm going to put myself there. Mm -hmm. So now my sorted array reads one, two, three, empty. Mm -hmm. And now that I have sat in my proper seat, I'm going to increment and turn that zero back in my count array to uh, one. Yep. All right. Okay. We have one Almost more to done. go. One more to go. Almost done. Okay. So now we have our number three. So we're going to go to the count array and we're going to find the number three. We're going to stand in line, find number three. And now because we have incremented from the first number three we had, mm -hmm. we see a number three waiting for us. Mm -hmm. We have a number three value. So now we're going to take that number three and we're going to go to our seat and we're going to sit down at the number three index and we're going to put ourselves there. Yep. So now... Our sorted array reads one, two, three, three. Yep. And now and we're all sorted. We're, yeah, we're all sorted. We don't even need to increment or anything because we're all done. Exactly. Wow. I did not think that was going to come together, <laughs> by the way. I was like, I don't know what she's doing. She's got all these arrays going. She's <laughs> doing God knows what to this single count array. I was, I didn't know I just where pushed another number that. off the array. You, you, put, <laughs> you kicked out number it's four. Homicides I mean, here. <laughs> casualties all over the place it's the crime scene <laughs> i don't know what was going on okay well the cool thing here is all of that it worked just, well yeah that's the first thing it worked right the other cool thing is that it all lined up at the end with the count array helping us make sense of the yeah. unsorted array and turning it into the sorted array right like that count array was like this little magical box that with the indices that we had, it all just magically fell into place. Yes. And that is hashing happening there. Oh. That's that's like the stuff we talked about with like hash tables and hashing algorithms. This was oh, basically yeah. us like hashing, hashing out. <laughs> We're just hashing out how to sort through this. And that's what counting sort basically abstracts away from you, you know? Yeah. And it works out because you have this limited number of integers to deal with and you know the smallest and you know the largest. Because if you can imagine, if we did this with like a very large data set and we were coming up with an account array and we were like, oh, mm -hmm. I have five numbers, but I have to create a count array between zero through 500 maybe that's not the best thing because you're going to have a lot of zeros and then you're going to be cumulatively incrementing and then you're going to shift everything over and you're just kind of like, why are we doing this? Like, maybe this is yeah. not the best way. But in our example... It's not what I signed up for. Yeah. yeah. But in our example, it was okay. But that sort of illustrates to you like, oh, we have some hashing going on. We have a little bit of math. We have this intermediary array to help us. And all yeah. of these things together help us work with an algorithm that ends up being very close to linear time. It's nearly Ooh, linear that's time. a good one. Yeah. Ooh. So this algorithm is basically better than all the other algorithms we've talked about, right, in terms of performance? Yeah, we've talked about, like, linear rhythmic. We've talked about things that are really bad, like, you know, quadratic. But we've, you know, daydreamed about a linear time algorithm. 
We haven't yeah. actually, I don't think, seen one. And mm. this counting sort runs very close to linear time. It does require okay. a little bit of extra space because of the duplicate array. But if you find yourself having to deal with a small data set of integers specifically, <laughs> and mm -hmm. you know, you know what the range is gonna be, and the range is not too big, then hey, you could very well be efficient about it and use counting sort. And yeah. we now know it magically does work, except it's not magic. It's math. It's, it's not magic, it's math. <laughs> okay, very, very cool. And that's the end of today's show. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and make sure to check out Vidahee's blog post. A link to that is in your show notes. Also, make sure to take a listen to the Dev Discuss podcast that I help make. It's the first original podcast from Dev, a global community of software developers of all backgrounds and experience levels. And the show covers burning topics that impact the daily lives of programmers and beyond. Hosted by Dev co-founders Ben Halpern and Jess Lee. This episode was edited and mixed by Levi Sharp. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you next week.